This episode is brought to you by SendPro Online from Pitney Bowes. Save time and money no matter what you ship or mail with SendPro Online software. Print shipping labels and stamps right from your desk and access discounted rates for as low as $4.99 a month. Try it for free for 30 days and get a free 10-pound scale when you visit pb.com slash TMS. That's pb.com slash TMS. Coming up on TMS, check out my nose taint. Tell it to the possum. That's a huge Roger. Septum, I barely knew him. Sneezing my spleen out my nipple. Sneezes and threezes. A couple sneeze things there in a row. Therapy Thursday and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. The first of these terms is called an icon. An icon is a picture that represents either objects like printers, documents, applications, folders, devices, or even other computers. In addition, a text label further describes the icon for you. It's the sweetie man coming. Their milkshakes bring all the boys to the yard. This is the Morning Stream. Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to the morning stream for June 20th, 2019. Scott Johnson here. Brian Ibbett there. That's right. Also, icons, the two of us, we are also icons. Are we? Our text labels labels will uh, fully cement that to help you know what we are. If you right-click me and run as administrator, will I run better than I would have otherwise? Yes, but you have to right-click me and choose eject or else I put a nasty message on your screen if you try to pull me out beforehand. I can max do that, but no other computers care about when you just yank a USB drive out. Oh, Windows. Boy, Windows used to do... Like, because you'd have that little thing in your system tray in the bottom right that if you you didn't right-click and and eject before you pulled out a uh, a USB flash drive, man, oh, boy, it would get mad at you. Let me try it right now. I got one one in here. I'm going to pull it out. Okay, the message is... Oh, it just says the drive has been ejected. I wonder if they've just gotten better they about might that. have gotten on, on windows yeah they might have gotten better about that because my mac I still throws been... a canary it's like hey what are you totally doing you're does. pulling a thing yeah. out you can't do that make sure you eject it next time <laughs> that's right it's kind of kind of odd computers yeah. what are you I gonna do it was do? a recent windows 10 fix that they uh Psh, that they figured it out i like that i like that you call the windows 10 update a fix because usually when those happen to me i spend a day <laughs> dicking with problems that's usually what happens to me <laughs> It's fine. Windows, you're fine. You do what you need to do. You get the job done. Okay. Yeah, well, you're you okay play video us. games real well. I like that. You're a good platform well, yeah. for my gaming. Sure. You know? But for my uh, reliability, well, sometimes you're a bit of a rascal. Brian, yeah, let's get into pooper. it. We got a show to do. Yes. Yes. Uh, so, all right. This is a question for everyone. And I, I think I know the answer already. And I'm bummed out because it's going to cost me money. But here's what I'm going to say. Yesterday, right before the core show, Mm -hmm. I had a great one last night. Went two and a half hours that show. That's the long. It might be the longest TMS or excuse me, longest Frog Pants show outside of the D and D thing that. It may be the new record holder because oh, I don't even sure. think we've gone two and a half on here before. We certainly haven't gone two and a half hours. We've gone two hours and probably two hours and change. Yeah. But never uh, two and usually a on a on a day back in the day when we had Jury and Wendy on the same day. <laughs> oh my gosh! Can you remember that we did that? Oh my gosh! Yeah, it's crazy, right? It's what like... <laughs> were we thinking? That was insanity. Like, 
I'm going to get both uh, James Cameron and Peter Jackson to uh, direct a movie. I want them to co-direct a movie. That's basically what we did. It's yeah, <laughs> it was a real double feature. But even then, we wouldn't go hours? much okay. more. Yeah, and we'd end up at, like like you, you said, like two hours, five minutes, or ten minutes or something. Something like that, yeah. Well, this thing went like two and a half. But anyway, the, the, the point right. of it is I came down, as I often do for a show, with a big frosty glass of water. And it was ice in there because I have an ice maker. You know, you push it on the little fridge deal there and it goes and poops out a bunch of ice. (laughs) And so that's great, except as I'm drinking it, I notice there is a little, not not many, but like two little shards of plastic that I think are the ice maker internally like oh snagging little, or uh, crunching onto the side of the whatever and pooping out like shards of plastic from the from the maker and you're sure they're just not smaller pieces of ice that um because they because all the other ice is melted and those things are probably still floating in there is that the deal 100 percent sure it's plastic just okay. because all of right. the it's it's like pure white hard um it looks like torn plastic like i don't know how to compare it's like sure. when you've dropped sure. something in the garbage disposal and pull it out it's got that kind of quality a little jagged rough like chewed up yes and i didn't drink any of it didn't swallow any of it did not ingest any of this refrigerator plastic that i'm aware of however there could have been particulate pieces that were so small i wouldn't have noticed right Mm -hmm. so my question is a if i drink a bunch of plastic water when when do i die that's number one (laughs) and number two you should be fine there but okay yeah (laughs) and number two um Number two is how it'll come out. (laughs) I knew you were going to, I don't know, somehow I had a feeling you were going to go there. But number two is how do I know, um, or how how do I, is this a sign that I should get that thing replaced? And if I do, what is, I don't even know what that is. Is that a whole new fridge? Is that just a a thing? Do I have somebody look at it? Call an appliance tech and see if they can uh, solve the issue, you know, but just by replacing a single part, like, oh yeah, you know, these uh, these doofelator uh, switches, these things need to get changed out every two or three years. You know, people don't stay on top of these things and they get plastic in their water and it just, uh, you know, but they don't know. Mm-hmm. So it could just be a situation like that. Jeez, um, I would. By the way, Dead Polymers I mean, might already have the best title. Jagged Little Chill, he says. Oh, nice. Yeah. Look at that. Clever. Also, Dead Polymers is a great name for the little pieces of plastic, if you for think the, about it. For the little pieces of plastic. Yeah, yeah exactly. it's not too bad. Um, all right. Um, well, maybe that is the thing. A tech. A, a guy who would know just to get a quick phone thing. Maybe, yeah. And, you know. and a lot of those things, like if you pull out your ice maker, the box that contains your ice might pull, might be able to be removed, might pull up and then out. And then you can kind of look and see, oh, yeah, it's this piece right here that... It's starting to look a little frayed. It's a little spinny thing that that breaks up the ice enough to where it can fall down the little chute. Mm-hmm. And then you might even be able to look up that part online and see if uh, see if you can just replace it yourself. Because I know if you look down in it, there's like a spiral-looking, drill-looking mm-hmm. yeah. metal unit that is turning. Yeah. That's what's like grinding it up or moving it out or whatever. I think mm-hmm. that thing is what's cutting into the side of the, of the deal there. Yeah, so I, I I need to fiddle with it, but I was I was a little shocked. I was like, oh, plastic in my water. Now you'd think <laughs> uh, I might just throw that away and go get a fresh glass without any ice in it or something. Sure. sure. Um, but no, I went ahead and drank that water. I got rid of all the plastic well, in it, but I went. Ahead okay, and drank I was gonna it. say. I mean, yeah, if you take the plastic out, because 
here's the thing you've probably been ingesting smaller pieces of plastic up into this just happens to be the big piece that you're finally able to see yeah but you've probably been drinking plastic water for a while for all <laughs> for all i know yes <clears throat> and also our bodies are good at filtering things it's not like you know you spend yeah. your whole life putting dumb stuff stuff in your mouth and who knows how many burgers I ate with a toenail in it? Didn't know, you know. Totally. So uh, many, many, many daily, probably. <laughs> Every freaking time. Every freaking time. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it even could be something as innocuous as like the little tab from a, a you know, Oscar Mayer meat packet fell in there and just kind of got mangled up. It might even it might be something that isn't even from your ice maker that just kind of fell in there and got. Entirely, but yeah, I didn't think about that. There could have been, yeah, something from something else could have been in there. I don't know how, though. Cause could it's like, be the tab from your pudding can. <laughs> that reminds me my of the... My knife, my good man. <laughs> there you go. That's what it reminds me of. It reminded me of the monorail guy. I love that guy. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That thing came off my pudding can. He's <laughs> uh, my pen knife, my good man. Oh, my gosh. That's so good. <laughs> what an episode that was. Um, yeah, well, it really was one of the best. Anyway, I'll I'll try some stuff and I'll let you know people know what happens there, because who knows what the hell that was about. Yeah. Uh, Maybe it's an allergy to uh, ice machine plastic that has got your tongue all inflated. It could be, yeah. Fat tongue. Look, look at all these things coming together. I got fat tongue. <laughs> fat tongue. I yeah. have right right nostril. Will not freaking get any air through it. Uh, I think I it's allergies. Also, I've been sneezing and not just sneezing. Like, there's allergies for sure. There's stuff floating around outside. All this sure. rain is creating overgrowth. And uh, I sneeze so loud that if I did it on the show without muting it, it would just ruin everyone's day. I'm not going to do it. But I have the yeah. worst, loudest sneeze. And I forgot. Are you allowed? You're a loud sneezer. I'm a really loud sneezer. Tina complains about that all the time. Yeah. Why do you have to sneeze so loud? Yeah, Kim says the same thing. I wish I could do, like, my niece. She does this little... Yeah. yeah, I know. Like she's, uh, like she's, she's Elizabeth Montgomery on Bewitched, uh, casting a spell. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, is it right? Uh, deep cut. I like that. That's good. Thanks. Thanks. That's real good. Um, yeah. No, there wasn't there somebody who said uh, at one point it's bad for you to do that because you'll blow an eardrum out or something. Like you've got to. Oh, sneezing too hard or too loud? Trying to do no, trying to do those little. In internal oh, sneezes where you just oh, like right try to keep it in yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah no i can see I that because if true. i tried that i would hurt myself because mine are so yeah. need to get out they need to be out and they're loud and they're literally like oh yeah it's like like it's a big loud horrible sound yeah. but if i don't yeah, do that exactly. i'm you know my spleen will pop out of my nipple or something exactly <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and how are you gonna get that back in no, it's just something that uh, something I just don't even want to try, and I will happily sneeze as loud as as much as it takes. Yep. Are you a? How many sneezes are you usually? Are you a triple? Are you a double? I am a single, sometimes double, but rarely that. I'm usually just one, and I'm done. One and oh, done. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. I'm yeah. usually three. Tina will wait till like she won't say bless you uh, after the first sneeze. She'll wait because she knows there's probably two more coming. Yeah. It's a. It's a. It's a. The guarantee for Kim as well. Like she'll do the yeah. multiples. I don't know why I don't. Um, sometimes I will just because I just am not done. I guess or however it works. But it's almost it's almost always one. And I've never understood that because everyone else I know is multiple sneezes before they're finished. Yeah. Also sneezes I'm, are weird. I'm so as shit. satisfied because I'm a multiple sneezer. Right. 
They're weird as hell, though. Think about what a sneeze is. Like, I, I'm right. sure there's yeah. some science. I can go look it up and read all about it. But sneezes, dude, are weird. They're freaking They weird. are really weird, actually, when you think about it, right? Because yeah. it's, uh, it's your body, an involuntary mechanism for your body to expel dust or particulates that are tickling your nose. Yeah. Yeah. And it does it. You have no, well, I shouldn't say you have no control over it. There are ways to stop yourself from sneezing. My wife's, here's my wife's trick. When she has long yeah. nails, works every yeah. time. If someone goes, oh, I'm going to sneeze, all she has to do is click her nails right in front of your face, like go like this. Uh-huh. Really? They stop sneezing. They won't sneeze. It's the <laughs> weir- weirdest <laughs> thing. That's dangerous. She could get a like a handful of snot if she's not careful. <laughs> like that seems like a very dangerous thing. Like I can, if I touch the, um, the, the uh, what is it, the plenum, whatever that is, the, uh, the little... Little, it's not really the bridge. No, the, the bridge is up here. here. Yeah. But it's like the little peninsula between your nostrils. If I touch that, I can stop myself from sneezing. Do you do it like this? Not, like the, old not the divot. Not the divot that goes to your upper lip, but the actual like you got your two nostrils and that strip of land between them. Oh, yes, the yeah, nose taint. The nose taint. Sure. Yeah, the nose taint. The nose taint. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did you know that if I push this is you're not gonna be able to hear this if you can. Yeah, that's not too it's not loud enough, but Mine actually makes it click, a, makes it click when I push it. Oh, you've got a little broken broken shard of like a little cartilage, or car, bone or cartilage yeah, or something. Like yeah, like a little cartilage is going eh, 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 like bending wrong, and I can feel it in my head, but you can't hear it out loud. It's too bad. I would love to have a trick where I could just be in public going kiss everybody off. Anyway, hey, talking about and I've also got this problem with my right rib. It just doesn't seat right. Oh my gosh, that's funny you say that because actually I have a right rib that is giving me so much heat. Oh yeah, septum. Of course, that's the septum. Oh, is that your septum? I thought the septum is inside though. Yeah, that's it because you get a deviated septum. Is like your yeah, like because you get your septum pierced and it's that it's the internal bit of. Um, tissue that separates your two nostrils. I'm talking about the nose chode, says Mojo. Nose chode. Chose. (laughs) (laughs) Blowing your chose. My chose. (laughs) Uh, All right. Well, we talked about sleep yesterday. I'd like to hear about more sleep. Can you tell me about sleep? Last night. uh, So last night, Tina and I were watching TV. Watch another episode of Counterpart, which will be a future recommendal. I'm just going to tell you Counterpart, Counterpart. Let me think. Hold on. Don't say anything. It's that show with, uh, it's the George Clooney deal. No, it is not. Okay, nope. it's not that it one. Is the, uh, it is the uh, J.K. Simmons oh, uh, show that that uh, Tom Merritt raved about that was on Stars. They got canceled. But if you buy Stars streaming, you can't stream it, so you got to find another way to watch it, which I have. Did it get canceled? I heard uh, it got canceled after the third season. But every everyone that I talked to, except for one person who was on Twitter or something and, and tweeted both of us said. Oh, yeah, they cancel the third season. Don't bother. Everybody else I've heard from says they wrap up enough storylines and the rest of the show is so excellent that you won't care that that, you know, one of the plot lines doesn't get resolved. Okay. well, you had me at J.K. Simmons, so I'm in. He's great. Yeah, Yeah, you get and you boy, you get you get uh, you get 200 percent J.K. Simmons on this show. I'll just tell you that right now. Okay, I'm in. Does he yell at does he yell at uh, uh uh, amazing piano Teller players, drum yeah. faster and mm-hmm. faster. Oh, that's what it was. Drummer. I thought he was a piano player for some reason. Nope. Anyway, drummer. never saw that movie. Such a great movie, Whiplash. Oh, you haven't seen it? No. I kept Dude, meaning to. It's, one, that, it's on my list of shame. Put that on your list to watch immediately. All it's right. so good. All I right. think it's streaming on 
HBO Go. Oh, I have no excuse then. I'm going to watch it. You have no excuse. Watch that. Anyway, so um, we watch a couple episodes of that. Uh, She goes to bed. I decide to come down and get some freelance done because um, I'm going to lift this morning and I'm not going to have some time to wrap up a couple of projects. So I go downstairs. I work for about, I don't know, 45 minutes, get some stuff sent off, get music picked for today. And then I come back up to bed. I turn the my bedside light on a little bit, just, you know, uh, 20% dim. Actually, my Echo Show does that for me. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, brush my teeth, all that stuff. Start climbing into bed, and Tina starts waking up, and she's staring at her clock. Oh. And I'm like, oh, hey. She's like, it's 11? I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. A.M.? <laughs> Whoa. Like, no. Okay. No, it's 11 p.m. You've only been asleep for half an hour. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. And then she just goes right back to sleep. <laughs> but she was having a freak out that she had slept for 13 hours and was just now waking up. Like, the the uh, the little bit of light that was coming from my uh, bedside lamp yeah. was just enough to make her think it was daylight outside. <laughs> That's freaking hilarious. I've done that before. Totally done that before. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I've gotten up. I've gotten up. At three o'clock in the morning, because my, um, even though I looked at the clock and saw three, mm. my mind said six, and I got up, showered, and all the usual morning stuff, and then came out and looked, looked at the clock and was like, "Oh my god, it's three twenty! What, what am I doing?" <laughs> what did you end up doing? Did you like go to bed I again? Think I, you... I think I tried to go back. Like I tried to once, you, man. Once you have the shower, it's really hard to go back to sleep. So I think I, uh, I probably watched netflix or something and yeah netflix wrote and it sh- out for the couple it's the hours. old phrase netflix and shower i've heard that before yeah that's netflix and shower yep. it's, a, <laughs> it's, totally it's a good idea uh well that's yeah. uh weird but also i've done it so i feel for her and i'm glad that she got more sleep because that would have been a very rude thing to only have her sleep an hour and suddenly have it be tomorrow at 11 o'clock yeah so it'd be terrible Terrible. Have you noticed? All right, so we got news that uh, uh, switching gears here a little. The um, uh, yes. uh, Mark Hamill was going to play the voice of Chucky in the new Chucky movie. So everybody, all the nerds went, "Ooh, Mark Hamill! We love yeah. Mark Hamill!" What do you mean? Was going? Isn't he? Is he not? Um, no, he is still. That's still a thing. Okay, good. Okay, good. So he's still doing that. That part is still uh, real. But now we've got to look at what Chucky's going to look like. And I just want to share yeah. this with the chat because I think. The producers of this film should have known uh, kind of what they're getting into here. <laughs> I saw this. The, I saw your photo here. Your comparison is dead on. The new Chucky looks like a Thunderbird or Team America doll. He totally does. It's yeah, not. That, it's that, very disconcerting to me. And maybe that's the point, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, um, I mean, because this looks like it could be a doll, but the eyes are just so. I mean, the whole. The whole. <laughs> The whole face is not, this is not something that would be on store shelves. I mean, I guess that's the point, right? It's supposed to look creepy and scary. Yeah. But that's, oh, so, so that's old, that's new Chucky. Let's just compare. That's a new Chucky. Let's look at yeah, old, old Chucky. Yeah, old Chucky, I mean, old Chucky looked like, for, let's be honest, old Chucky looked like a puppet, but it was the only Chucky we had, and so we liked it. Yeah. We liked it that way. Yeah. So there's old Chucky. He just had like, I don't know, he had eyes that moved. Maybe this one does too. Like, I can't say enough about this because i haven't seen it yeah but uh there's something about this old this new chucky that really is is creepy in a way that i don't think they intended like it's supposed to be creepy but is it supposed to remind me of a freaking thunderbird no it totally isn't 
Yeah. It's like basically it's it's trying to look too human and needs to be more uh toy like, more childlike, you know? Like mm-hmm. I mean the big eyes are a start, but it looks it's um the big eyes with all of the other normal features mm-hmm. just looks like like somebody doesn't know proportions very well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It does like you either go all stylized or you go all realistic and you really just don't go all realistic mm-hmm. unless it's an action figure. But yeah, uh, I agree 100%. Is there uh this isn't out yet though, right? This uh Child's Play remake? No, no, it's uh let's see Child's Play. Like a couple Play. weeks, I think. Is it an actual theater movie? Yeah. Or is, okay. Yeah. I, I assume because that last they had one that went right to Netflix before, so I thought maybe they were doing that again. Oh yeah, here yeah, it is. Child's Play, Play comes out June twenty first. Oh, actually comes out tomorrow. Wow. Oh, all right. See if there's any reviews. Boy, I wonder yet. how it's going to do against Toy Story four. <laughs> mm. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, no reviews yet, which is usually a bad sign. Yeah. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. All right. Yeah. Dark Phoenix currently enjoying a twenty three percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, black men in black one percent higher and using getting a twenty four percent. Not great. Wow. Uh, Toy wow. Story four, however, ninety nine percent. Ninety nine percent. All right. I'm uh, in. Rocket Man eighty nine. We were going to see that Tuesday and stuff fell apart and we didn't see it. Uh, I still want to oh. see that. There's not much in theaters I care about right now though. Really, like Dark Phoenix, no. just no interest in that. Shaft sounds terrible. The way the reviews are I going. I still want to see Rocket Man. I, yeah. I, yeah, me too. I'm into seeing that, and uh, oh, I can't wait for yesterday, next uh, next week. Actually, it'll be, it comes out the weekend of the bike thing, so I'm probably going to have to wait until after the bike thing to go see it. But um, Let's see, that has a, oh, that's the Danny Boyle film, early. isn't it? Yeah, I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, um, it's the Slumdog Millionaire, Chaiwata, yeah, Slumdog Millionaire uh, director. 67%. Eh, it's not too bad. It's only 33 not reviews. We'll see. Anything like, over 50. I really like I, the premise. I like the idea. Yeah. Anything over 50 and I go in. That's when I go. Yeah. I yeah. have no problem with that. All right. Well, we've had a look at plastic water. Yeah, that's, and, your, uh, that's your today's box office. Uh, yeah. Got a box office <laughs> update. So now you got nothing better to do but listen to our news. This is your radio newscaster with another exclusive sensational summary of world and local events. It's the news. Brought to you by. To Andrew Bailey. Hey, dude, we hope you heal up fast. Yeah, this guy sent us an email. And uh, what's weird is, okay, so he sent us an email first to say how much he liked the show and what it meant to him. And then I, we both replied and said, oh, thanks, man. That means a lot to us, blah, blah, blah. And then he wrote back and said, well, you're even more yeah. important now because I got in this horrible accident. Uh, and oh, so I just wanted him to know uh, that we are pulling for you and hope you uh, repair quickly. That you, in the, in the phrase of the old people, convalesce yes we hope you convalesce lc knight said frog pants please don't let coverville see rocket man yeah what is this about all right i don't know don't let me see rocket man scott whatever you do why i'm trying to think of a person i would less want to see rocket man like you absolutely should see rocket right yeah you're the music guy i'm wondering uh maybe he thinks maybe he's thinking of the harland uh williams Harlan oh. Williams, uh, Rocket Man, from L- several years it ago. It could be. LC Knight says it's a oh, trash movie. It's a trash movie. Really? Wow. You sure you're not thinking of the Harlan Williams film? Maybe. I think you're thinking of the Harlan Williams film. Kentucky Fried Computer says Rocket Man is good. Yes. Everybody uh, else in the chat room is Jackalope liked it. Heard it was great, says it's almost Rusty as if It's almost as if uh, 89% of our chat room uh, really likes the movie Rocket Man. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> LC Knight says, no, it's a movie about his sex life, not the music. I heard that there's tons of his music. It's got to be about yeah. his music. I'm sure it's also about Come him. on now. Come on. I mean, it has to be a, a little bit about his gayness, right? Because that's part of his deal, his yes. his, his journey. His, his gayness. Yes. Yeah, his gayness. I hear there is. I do hear there is uh, a little bit of of uh, gay sex in there. With the, but it's part of. Is Greg Lou gayness in it? <laughs> hey, hey, everybody. Remember the 80s? That's a name you won't hear for a while. Greg Lou gayness. That's right. Yeah. Uh, as long as it's not yeah, since enough, enough people are saying that it's. Uh, I'm sure uh, it's fine. That it's good that I'm still going to go see it. I'm sure it's and, fine. And certainly, <clears throat> and I'm certainly not implying to LC Knight or to anybody in the chat room that the reason LC Knight didn't like it is because of the uh, gay sex that's in there. Right. If, if he he may have felt that it was just too weighted in that direction, and that's a that's a fair yep, criticism. Exactly. Yeah, that. he was hoping for more about. Uh, about yeah, I want to know how I want to know why he wrote Lucy in the Sky or why he why he did his cover of Lucy in the Sky with diamonds. Mm -hmm. how, why did he do that? Yeah, let's talk. Tell about me about that. this this uh, uh, Levon. Yeah. Why is Levon selling cartoon balloons in town? Yeah, what's the deal with that yellow brick road? I keep hearing about. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Why did he change that song when Diana died? Where and the not gods of one? society howl. <laughs> you can't put me in your penthouse. I'm going back to my plow. That's a good song. Back to the howling, howl in the woods. Back to the horny back toe. Uh, see, they they <laughs> never talk about it. They don't talk about Marilyn Monroe or Dodgers show, or the Dodgers show. All right. Well, whatever. I need to see it. We shall decide for ourselves. Exactly. Exactly. Um, all right. Thousands. This is my favorite story of the week, dude. <laughs> I know. I can't wait. And it's funny because I just talked about this yesterday. Yeah, this is good. Thousands of petitions have been signed, or thousands of petitioners have signed a petition <laughs> for Netflix to cancel Good Omens. Now, some wow. of you already know that why that sounds weird, but we'll let's get to it here. More than 20,000 Christians have signed a petition calling for the cancellation of Good Omens. It's a television series adapted from Terry Pratchett and Neil Gaiman's 1990 fantasy novel. Uh, unfortunately, they've addressed their petition to Netflix when the series is on and made by Amazon Prime. Well done, guys. Well done. Uh, <laughs> the six-part series was released we last month. Netflix. Everybody <laughs> boycott Netflix. I mean, I understand that. Everyone, the name Netflix is like Kleenex now. It's just sort of a ubiquitous yeah. brand name. But come on, do your homework. <laughs> it really just confirms that of those 20,000 people, I would say maybe 20,000 of them have not seen the show yeah. that they're petitioning against. That's ridiculous. Yeah. By the way, Pratchett's, I didn't know this, and I looked it up to confirm, and I guess it's true. Pratchett's last request to Gaiman before he died was that he adapt the novel they wrote together. Uh, so Gaiman wrote the screenplay and worked with showrunner uh, that works with BBC and Amazon co-productions. And uh, people loved it. You loved it. Uh, the Radio Times yeah. called it a devilishly funny love letter to the book. Uh, but it's Christians... So it's so good, dude. Yep, yeah. Christians marshaled by the Return to Order campaign, an offshoot of the U.S. Foundation for a Christian Civilization. Ugh. Ugh. They, they disagree. Return to Order. Yeah, Return that, to Order. Doesn't that feel like a... Boy, Return to Order just feels like... Nine, you shall burn exactly. the books. Exactly. Yeah. It kind of does. Yeah. yeah. Get in line. Do yeah, hold. You be like all of us. You dumb shit. Return to Order. Uh, let's see. 
It says, another step to make Satanism appear appear normal, light, and acceptable, says this group. Uh, They also say it mocks God's wisdom. Uh, God, they complain, is is voiced by a woman, Frances McDormand. Spoiler. Who says, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, Mr. Lundergaard. Is that your... uh... (laughs) Is that your friend back there in the chipper? Is that your friend back there in the wood chipper? (laughs) Um, Anyway, it says... The Larby's on you there, Jesus. (laughs) The uh, the Antichrist is a normal kid, and most importantly, this type of video makes light of truth air good and evil. Oh, oh Bethlehem, is it reasonable? Is it reasonable? <laughs> is it reasonable? So you say the little one was kind of funny looking. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so yeah, so so many Fargo, Fargod directions yeah. that we could go here. <laughs> it says it destroys the barriers of horror that society still has for the devil. Uh, they are calling on Netflix to cancel the show. I have Netflix bad news. Say, yeah, Netflix, Netflix should just say, you know what? You guys are right. We won't air any more episodes of Good Omens. Yep. Thank you. Thank yep. you for your uh Yeah, your I think Netflix, yes. Reed Hastings himself should get up and go. Yes. Yes, we are we will no longer show any episodes of that show on, on Netflix. And then just leave it at that, yes. and then these guys will just drift away and forgot it ever happened. Here's the other thing. This is how you know none of them have seen it. They haven't even yes. done the work to know what damn network it's on, a.k.a. what right. streaming service. My gosh. What a waste of your time. What a waste of your breath. It's a TV show. Go sleep it off, all 20,000 of you. I'm going to go petition Chick-fil-A to stop making those horrible Big Macs. Oh, I know. That's exactly it. You, <laughs> you hit the nail on the head. You know what, Sega? If I have to play one more Mario game, I might just choke. <laughs> Oh my gosh! That's the Beatles just... with their "I can't get no satisfaction." Oh, right. oh! Don't even get me started on the Rolling Stones with their "Yesterday." <laughs> exactly. Uh... Smithers have have the Rolling Stones killed. Those are the Ramones, sir. <laughs> Do as I say. Rusty Nails has a good idea. Netflix pays Amazon so they can show the thing to give the Nazis the middle finger. So literally, <laughs> and then Hulu's like, "Hey, let me too," and then they just all do it. Yeah, that'd be great. Great. Jack Lobashley has the best answer. Just don't watch it. If you're not into it, don't go anywhere near it. Don't come in here and tell me to get back in order. F you. F off. Big old double finger. But it's not about them watching it, Scott. It's about the other people watching it and thinking Satanism is okay and funny. Mm. They can bite my butthole. What they can do yeah oh david Tennant's a, a demon well sign me up for yeah. being a uh, sign me up for being a satan worshiper because that <laughs> sounds fun <laughs> so true um all right here's a cool story not that cool but weird a swan <laughs> you know a swan you've no, seen, this is cool you've seen swans before you know what those are I've right my uncle was attacked by one at his wedding when i was uh, 11 years old oh i didn't realize they were great um uh, aggressive i thought they were the nice ones i guess not they can be if you catch them on a bad day or you separate them from their young but yeah. this one just like reared up and i think we've got a photo of it like this thing is like you know wow huge about to browbeat him for for uh, getting too close uh on the path that we were walking down for his wedding so i'm getting into goose territory is what that is that's right exactly well a swan swallowed a fish egg pooped it out and then 49 days later it hatched Dun dun dun! Burr, burr, burr. End times. That's what I that want to know how they know all of this. R- right. And the co-prophet of these end times. We need him to tell us what's <laughs> going on. 
The woe, five woes of the end times. Those are five woes of the end times. I think this is one of whoa, the woes. Whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa, 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 whoa. Those are five woes of the end times. <laughs> that poor guy. He's he still, every one of his videos is just, let's pray for the president today. Boring. Jeez. Talk about giant phallic symbols that are. Uh, I know. Whatever. Like, come on, get back to your fun stuff. Let's have we some end time talk. You need to send him that photo of the uh, the two pads that split off with the uh, post in the middle of them, just to get him back on track, just to reboot Third Eagle. Oh, I wonder if that would do it. It's like yeah. I noticed a Third Eagle. I'd be really earnest about it. Third Eagle. Uh, I just I saw this and I thought of you because I knew you'd be able to tell me what this was, and he'd do a whole video about it. He might actually. Yeah, he's like, oh, oh, back, back to normal operations, uh, <laughs> finding uh, strength to return to normal level of anger. <laughs> beep, boop, beep. And must, penis. must find penis and complain about penis <laughs> and the leopard. <laughs> yeah, the leopard. We haven't heard anything about the leopard. No, it's been a while since the leopard. Yeah, it bums and me number out. Four. He bums me out. He used to be he used to be so reliable. Now he's just boring. I know. I know. Well, it is these end times. End times. All right, great. Thanks, buddy. You know what's the worst <laughs> about that end times? Just listen real here. End times. You can hear his throat and his oh, mouth click. just making click sounds. Times. Oh gosh. <laughs> <laughs> ah. the sound of the guy kissing his phone in the back of my lift the other day. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that story. Uh, Wayne, did you do lifts today, then, this morning? I did. I did this morning. I took, uh, boy, I had to drive into Boulder Canyon, which, working there for 15 years, I never drove west of, basically, west of Boulder into the mountains. There's this beautiful canyon uh, off of Canyon Boulevard, actually, which is probably why it's called Canyon Boulevard, mm. that is uh, goes into the mountains, and it's beautiful. But I lost signal, and picking up the guy... Mm-hmm. I couldn't do the little swipey thing to say that I'd picked him up. So we had to get almost all the way back to Boulder before I, I was able to swipe and say, I've picked him up. And I don't know if that like reduced his costs or, or whatever, but it was uh, well, I thought about that. a uh, when you don't have a good connection. What does that mean? What does that do? Yeah. Like you tried to send a text saying, uh, man, it was like, all right, I clicked the button that says I've arrived and it says, uh, no service. Like, what? Mm. All right. But he's in my car. We're yeah. talking. We're yeah. chatting. And I'm still trying to swipe. They have to have a way and to allow for that, that you'd think. They really do. Yeah. yeah. It's bogus. They've got and you. I took a bunch of people to um, to the Zed concert at Red Rocks last night. Zed. Zed. Like Z? Like- Zed. Uh, like Z-E-D-D. He's oh. a uh, oh. musician, producer. He's worked with Haley Williams from Paramore. And uh, Red Rocks is another one of those those uh places that i describe for for lifting like the airport um like one of those places you know those uh those fly catchers those yellow bright yellow fly catchers that they hang from branches in the backyard to catch mm. insects mm-hmm. and the bugs can get in there mm-hmm. and they never get out yeah. that's what uh that's what lift ride that's what ride sharing is in <laughs> red rocks in the airport wow. like all right i can deliver people there no one's leaving because the concert hasn't started yet so i guess i've just got to pay for myself to leave wow Zed. Zed. Huh. All right. Z-E-D-D. Z-E-D-D is how you spell his name in the UK. That's right. Whenever people say Zed, like it's in the, um, I was watching Chernobyl and in there, I forgot the name of the exact button, but there's a button in the plant called the AZ2 or something. 
which is just okay. AZ2 or whatever. But yeah. it's a button that shuts everything down. It's like a fail-safe, like, shut the whole plant down kind of button. Uh, sure. What do you call that? Uh, panic button, basically. It's like a... Panic, okay, right, right, right. Yeah. Like, shut everything off button. Yeah. And in the movie, they just kept calling it the AZ2 or AZ3 or whatever. Kill switch, right, Sidian? But uh, it drove me slightly nuts because I don't think in Russia they'd call it a Z. They'd, they'd call it something else. But because they're all, like, UK actors and stuff, they were all saying Z. Which huh. is fine. It's well, totally I mean, fine. Like that movie, that show didn't bother me because everybody spoke in their natural accents. That didn't bother me at all. In fact, I think it was to their credit because the actors just got to be good actors and not impersonators. Yeah. Um, otherwise, they would have sounded like you and me doing your, you know, too much hassle guy all the time. Right. But, uh, right. Yeah. You know, and, um, and in Russian, yeah, it would no, be Z- not English. So, yeah. This Z guy is Russian German. So, oh, really? Uh, so maybe that is, maybe, maybe they do Z in Russian. My name is Zed. I like the vodka. <laughs> I will I will bring LPs because CDs are too much hassle to play on stage at Red Rocks. Please go to my merch table after show. <laughs> you must buy merch. <laughs> buy a t-shirt with a picture of face on it. Of course, right. Too much radiation. <laughs> um, all right. Let's look at this. Uh, anyway, that egg went down that thing's gullet and he patched it later. That's the thing. And, uh, That's and the, the fish point. came out. Yeah, yeah fish came out clean the other side. It did. <laughs> through, a, through a mile of <laughs> swan guts. Uh, all right, here's a... What's this? Oh, yes. this is awful. Oh, my God. This was the name of our, <laughs> our uh, trivia team Tuesday night because of this photo, because of this story. Oh, really? That's hilarious. Yes. So you'd seen this before. This is not new to you. Uh, no, uh, one of my players on my team brought it up and said we should this should be our team name i said oh i haven't heard about this and then he showed me a photo and i said oh my god nuke it from space yeah it's absolutely what we should do so here's the deal guests watching horror as a massive huntsman spider eats a possum in their ski lodge as a man staying at a lodge in tasmania australia witnessed a horrifying scene a large huntsman spider eating or spider eating what appears to be a pygmy possum which is a small possum but a possum nonetheless the large arachnid clugged to the side of the door, side of the door rather, clutching its prey and creeping out its uh, unsuspecting audience. Justin Latin's husband, Adam, or Justine rather, was staying in the lodge when they spotted the unsettling scene. Uh, she shared pictures of her, uh, that her husband took of the spider on Facebook, captioning the grisly image with possum eating spider taken by my husband at Fort Field Lodge. After appearing on the social media site, the pictures quickly went viral. And garnered yeah. thousands of shares. Uh, anyway, image on screen chat. You 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 have to enjoy that. That's a good look for anybody looking for a good time. Uh, that's yeah. that's horrendous. Enjoy enjoy your enjoy your uh, your island of death. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that, Monster Island. That is just formerly known as Australia. I would die. And everyone's always telling us, including I think Gidget's told us this. Like, legitimately, the biggest, nastiest bugs and creatures you're going to find on this planet live in Australia. Clearly, this mm-hmm. is proof mm-hmm. of that. Look yeah. at that damn thing. That is so nasty. And what's it called? A huntsman? Huntsman spider. Huntsman spider. Yeah. And it's not even like one of those... It's not even one of those spiders like, oh, don't worry, it's a big spider, so it's harmless to humans. No, huntsman spiders, I think, are bad for humans, too. I wouldn't want to be anywhere near the jaws of that thing. If it can do that to a rodent, we're screwed. Yeah. Hope those don't ever rise up and destroy us all. 
Anyway. Oh, people are saying huntsman spiders are pretty harmless, says Wargus. <laughs> Tell it to the possum. Tell it to the pygmy possum. <laughs> That's right. Oh, yeah. You look at pictures of the huntsman spider, and it's still just freaky. Like, the really, really long front legs. Does it look like Chris, uh, Chris Hemsworth at all? Probably not. Because <laughs> remember the it huntsman? Does, yes. Yeah, that was a movie he was in. Oh, in fact, yeah, when I search for Huntsman, I get I get John Huntsman Jr., who ran for president. I get uh, Chris, <laughs> Chris Hemsworth, and then I get this nasty spider. So, well done. Uh, yeah, let's see. Uh, pretty low risk to most humans. While many may refer to as tarantula, spiders actually belong to the family Sparacidae and are a diverse group found from Florida, Namibia, China, and obviously Australia. Uh, I like obviously Australia. <laughs> Because, yeah, obviously. Because duh. if it's if it's scary and uh, potentially deadly, uh, we there, there's definitely some in Australia. Chat room, I'm going to show you a photo now. I'll put it in the uh, Discord as well. Not as bad as a redback. Uh, whoops, wrong button. Here you go. Check that out. Now that's one of those. Oh, look at that! It's like pinching skin. It's oh, biting for... that guy. F that. Yeah. Yeah. Nope. I mean, that may not nope. be the the point. You know, like the whole point is the poison wouldn't get you, but. Just giving a little, a little hug, a little. Uh, he's like gonna do a little hickey on that guy's arm. My wife would die. This picture would make her yeah. faint. She would have the hardest. Yeah, time Tina. This. Same with Tina. Yeah. In fact, like, uh, how is how is this person uh, <laughs> sitting still for the picture? Like, <laughs> there would be a blur. Yeah. Of. <laughs> Maybe he's not afraid. He's one of those wackos that are just like, ah, oh, animals are gonna do stuff. You know. Yeah. Um, uh, not if, interested. Uh, by the way, if we do want the Australian perspective, Gidget says she's available to talk about. Um, oh, is she on right now? She's on right now. I have. We have eight in. minutes. We could totally do with Gidget Von Larue. Hold on, we're gonna add. Let's add pull her in to a little. Let's pull in a little Gidget. Yep, we're doing it. Gidget, if you're there, you're gonna help us understand this, and perhaps why somebody might put that on their hand. Uh, Gidget, are you there? Not yet. No, it's ringing. It's ringing. Not yet. She's online. No, she's there. Gidget? Nope, no Gidget yet. All right. Wait, do you hear our Gidget? You want her for your Valentine. She's there, but I don't think she can hear us. Or we can't hear her. Oh, there we go. Oh, Gidget. Now I can hear you. Oh, hi. Yay. Oh, good hey, mate. How are you doing? Hello. You're talking about spiders and stuff. Yeah, I yes, got... we're talking about Australia and its collection of the world's uh, most evil creatures. Yeah, what's the deal with that? You got do you do you agree first of all with that sentiment that down there you're going to get the worst there is when it comes to the stuff? Well, it's a weird thing because um, we don't have any big things that can kill us. So uh, you guys have got like bears and wolverines and you know all all, all and wolves. <laughs> Wolves, yeah. you've got wolves. wolves. We do have wolves. Um, yeah. Wolves. Or as and, Randy you know, would say, uh, woofs. Yeah, woofs. <laughs> the wolf, the wolf is coming. Yeah. Um, and then over in uh, all the countries in Africa, they've got really big critters that can kill you. we got little things. Yeah. Little yeah. things. Which are worse. Apart from, well, we got. Because if I see a bear coming, I can say, oh, crap, there's a bear coming. But if I'm about to step on a redback spider that launches up into my pant leg. <laughs> I, I won't ah, see the damn thing coming. That's a horrible well, sounding thing. Well, therein lies the problem because they can get into your shoes. Uh, but the nice yeah. thing is where where I live, I live somewhere cold. So it's only a problem if you live somewhere in a really hot region in Australia. Mm. But in the hot regions of Australia, there there's a really cool uh, British chick that 
that came over here. She lives here and she loves snakes. Mm. And she goes, she lives in Brisbane and she collects all like the dangerous snakes and she loves all the most poisonous. I, I think Australia has per ratio the most poisonous snakes compared to mm-hmm. the the, the most dulcet snakes. Now, how do you world. feel about that? Do you do do you live each day with that just out of your mind? You don't even think about it, or do you constantly live in fear that one of these days a snake is going to jump up through the toilet and make your life hell? <laughs> um, the snake thing, not an issue, because as I said, I live somewhere cold, so you know those sort of creatures don't like living in cold places. Mm-hmm. So I'm pretty safe here. But that when I lived in Sydney. In Sydney City, the mm-hmm. biggest problem was uh, redback spiders and mm-hmm. funnel webs, and they can crawl into your your shoes, and you just slip your thong on. Or see, a thong mm-hmm. to you guys mm-hmm. is like no, no, no. <laughs> Mac, listen, Brian, Brian and I, Brian and I are the kids of the '80s. We they were yeah. absolutely called thongs when we were growing up. I don't know yeah. when it changed. Oh, thongs. Yeah. yeah, but then then people started wedging them up their butts. Yeah, and they took in a whole as, new as meaning. As soon as somebody put tried to floss their butt with a freaking uh, piece of cloth, and everyone went, "Oh, that's a thong now." And I went, "No, those are on my feet. I'm wearing a thong." But now I can't say it anymore. I have to say flip flop. That's even that's more freaking syllables. It sucks. But <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. what is the thing? What is the thing with the J string? Because as a female. I just think, you know, guys kind of probably think they get the, you know, stinky bits in their dackers, um, <laughs> you know, when they take them off. But girls get them too. So if you've got something like going right up your crack hole, yeah, what, you know, that you're going to get that same thing. I, I don't get. But we're not. But, we're but not. I, we're not uh, looking at the female figure to see the g-string. We're looking to to see what the g-string doesn't cover. Oh, is that it? I thought, yeah. okay, here's what I would like to know. Is any woman mm-hmm. or man, I don't Nobody care. Nobody likes to wear those. That's what, that's my question. Does anyone you can actually ask me anything? Trust me, I'll just tell you the truth. Does anyone actually like wearing those? And my guess is not. No. No. Yeah. No. Cuz what what's for? No, it's, it's, like, it's for you, sex appeal. It's for sex appeal only. Yeah, it's for exactly. Instagram photos. It's to put up because they've got a good butt and it's tanned. And they put that up, and trust me, the minute they take those things off, they put on some granny pants. Yeah, totally. Tr- trust me. All right. They I do. Know, I believe They're it. Like, oh, I these believe are comfy. It. Yeah, I've got, I just have always had this sense that it's not comfortable. Like, there's nothing about it yeah. that is a comfort to anyone. No, I mean, well, and, and, uh, you know, not having worn an actual G string, but certainly have uh, been on long car rides where just, where, naturally stuff starts to wedge up in there the first thing you do when you when you get out at the conoco quick stop is is do the old pull out yeah yeah no, that's that's totally me yeah, yeah that's a, that is a weird thing but i i challenge both of you to go out and buy a woman's g-string and try it on for one day okay and here is the challenge and to all you tadpoles this this needs to be a thing that that Scott and Brian they need to go out and for one day wear a G string. All right, G string. You're going to have to take our words for it because there's no way that I'm giving any photo evidence. That I'm wearing a G string. Oh no, that's a really good point. I'm not going to show that to anybody if I did. Yeah, it. I will. I will buy the package and I'll show people that I'm that I'm holding currently holding a package of, of a G string. 
but that's about as far as as any sort of proof is going to go. Yeah, I would do that. And it says so. I'm looking on Amazon, Brian, trying to find something that would work for us. Oh, good. can we just get a? We, we don't have to even go up to the Coles up the street. Well, to, to get one of these? we're we're going to end up playing. We're going to pay something around ten bucks. It looks like seven eighty nine to ten on average. If I get it through Amazon. I could probably go to a, Target. That's a women's G-string or these, a men's G-string? These are women's G-strings. Oh, I guess we'd, I guess we'd want to get a men's, wouldn't we? There's well, men's we as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see. Yeah, It's a Seinfeld thing. You're going to have to do the George and like just, or, or, or the Kramer and just come in and go, oh, I'm out. Oh, good Lord. Look okay, at that I'm thing. About, about yeah. the same price. These are all about nine bucks. Some of them are as high as 20. Oh, they've got the little... Uh, Oh yeah, I don't, oh yeah. This is maybe we're having. A, maybe this is all bad. We shouldn't. This is. I'm not doing this now. Forget. I feel like I need Amazon <laughs> Safe Search. There's a so there's a uh, <laughs> there's like a photo of a dude uh, wearing one of these with his hands down his pants oh. to sell underwear. Wow, yeah. that seems uh, gratuitous for an Amazon listing, doesn't it? Yeah, here a little I'll, bit. I'll uh, I'll put it in our Discord so you can enjoy it as well. Oh great! I know that these are <laughs> feels like. Just feels like what's this selling? Here, I'll give it. I'll give it to the chat room too. I'll give it to the chat room. I know these. They're these are. It's uh, so funny. I've written down all these things even, to like chat with you guys, yeah. and then we're just talking about like G strings songs. Yeah. I, well, you know, <laughs> we uh, wanted to talk it's about because dangerous this creatures. Is kind of see through, and uh, so he's putting his hand there so that you can't see through it. Okay. Okay. Well, I appreciate that. Also, he's yeah, covering actually, his. He's covering one. You've nipple. got to have the abs, though. I think to. Jeez. You know what? At the end of the day, Listen. no one should wear these things. Mm. They shouldn't wear them. Mm. They're just. They're just wrong. They're it just nothing should be going up there unless you want it to. Yeah. And yeah. you know. How about how about yeah. uh, men's open work mesh breathable underwear lingerie bodysuit briefs? How about those? Those sound like a thing to do. Those will keep the mosquitoes out, right? Oh, those are those would be those things that those weird guys take photos of and then send yeah. them to you late at night, like, like Borat, right. Borat. <laughs> or or everyone on uh, everybody on your Snapchat list probably would uh, be into that. Well, all right. Well, we've we've yeah, covered two. I mean, I'm not fabulous. I'm not into that. I'm only on a few social media things, and yeah, even even the the two that I'm on, you still get those dick pics, and I think, well, why do people do that to you? Do you get those? Oh yeah. This is I hear every yeah, woman, they, every oh. woman in my life tells me this. And I think this is really good that you said that because uh it's easy for guys to blow this off because if you're a guy who doesn't do that and also you you've never gotten one, it sounds crazy mm. that anyone would do this. Mm. But you need to be reminded once in a while. My partner doesn't do it. My partner can't get it at all and he doesn't understand it. And look, maybe if you've got like a huge Roger You'd be like, yeah, I'm super proud of it. I'm going to send a photo. You should be impressed. Right. But at the end of the day, it's 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 definitely a thing that impresses gay guys. Like if it's a gay guy right. talking to another right. gay girl or whatever, they're going to love it. But for women, we're like, no. Yeah. no, no, not really. We're going to pretend that we kind of like it, but we'd rather hear that you're funny or that you're interesting or you know you've got really nice picture. shoulders. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> text me a photo of you vacuuming. That's yeah. what I want to say. Yeah, text me a photo of you bringing, uh, are you working in the kitchen and making I'm a meal ironing, for me? baby. Oh, look exactly. those shirts. Exactly. I don't get it. I don't understand it. Like when I hear that people do that, like unsolicited and all that, I just say, what? Who? Why? Who does it that? It is so common, Scott. Honestly, it is just crazy. Like you can be on the most general chat. You can just be on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And 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 the minute and you get a DM and it's just like there's a picture of a guy's 
erect penis. Yeah. And you're wow. like, what? Where did that come from? We were just talking about dirty rotten scoundrels. So, mm. what? Why was that delivered yeah. to me? But why, you know, it, it, it is should, this thing. Yeah, we could solve this so quickly by just getting Brett Favre off Twitter, and then. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, my uh, wife went to well for about half a year of high school with him. He was down there in the same. Oh, city really? Shows. With Brett Favre? Yeah, they grew up in. Uh, oh, that's right, because he was in. Uh, Right, he was in Louisiana as well. Yeah, down there in Kiln. But anyway, so oh, Brett, I, look, I'm Australian, but Brett, Brett Favre was the guy that was in um, something about Mary. Oh, yes, he was her boyfriend. Favre. Oh, yes. right. Favre. Wait, he was in that. Yes. Was it like a just a little yeah, stunt casting in, NFL? Ben Stiller brought him back, and it was like you should be with this awesome guy. Yeah. And then she right. stupidly ran off to be with Ben Stiller. Oh, yeah. I don't remember that movie at all. I just remember the dumb hair stuff. Speaking of Wiener Picks. <laughs> that's oh, what yeah. most people remember. Yeah, yeah that that's was, true. Yeah, the, big, the, the big scene yeah. from that film. The big scene scene thing. I'm glad you said scene. We were going somewhere else. Hey. <laughs> the big scene. <laughs> uh, Gidget, the pleasure is ours. Thanks for explaining spiders and thongs. And we hope that you. Oh, you're, you're so welcome, lads. Yeah, have fun. We'll pull you in again sometime. Go back Go back to your meat pies and Kylie Minogue. Ah, uh, Kylie Minogue. And you're, you're <laughs> Hugh Jackman. There's a Hugh Jackman going on. You got Hugh some, Jackman, uh, yes. Hugh Jackman. Jackman. All right, uh, we're going to take a break. When we come back, Wendy will be here. We're going to help somebody with some problems. That'll be cool. And before that, though, song from Brian. What have ye? Yes. Oh, I have a song. I have a song. Uh, this actually has a new video as well that is worth checking out because it is uh, well choreographed and kind of supernatural and cool. Uh, the band Editors have a brand new single called Frankenstein out now via uh, available via Played Against Sam Records. It is... Um, joy and escapism and uh it's really cool and it rocks it was a, a last minute switch i was like oh i gotta get this on the show um this is so good the song is called frankenstein it's brand new from editors go check it out uh from uh, their the single of the same name here are editors all right we'll be right back
dance like a monster with me Like a boss that goes off friends. Let me pop into your ears real quick and talk about our good friends at Pitney Bowes and SendPro. Don't waste any more time waiting in a line to send a mail or package. Avoid any confusion around finding the best postal rates for your business. With SendPro Online from Pitney Bowes, you can send packages and mail without leaving your office right from your desk for as low as $4.99 a month. And for being a Morning Stream listener, you get a free 30-day trial to get started. As an added bonus, you'll also receive a free 10-pound scale shipped right to your door to help you accurately weigh your packages. Save time and money no matter what you need. From packages to overnights and letters, just click, send, and save with this new offer from SemPro Online. Starting at only $4.99 a month, you can print shipping labels and stamps from your own printer. Easily uh, compare rates using your online software. That's important. Gain access to special USPS savings for letters and priority mail shipping. Plus, track all of your shipments and get email notifications when they've arrived. Go to pb.com slash TMS to access this special offer and get a free 30-day trial plus a free 10-pound scale to get started. That's pb.com slash TMS. Experience the better way to ship with a free trial of SendPro Online. From Pitney Bowes. Try Peggy's new way to serve Aunt Jemima's. First, saute some apple rings and place on the griddle. Next, pour on the Aunt Jemima pancake batter. Then add your favorite sausages. Aunt Jemima. Perfect pancakes in 10 shakes. Hello, little guy. This is the morning stream, and what we have here is a failure to communicate. <laughs> I think I just played the Fletchers from yesterday. <laughs> I I think you did, that. That's totally fine. That's a good one. Yeah, I totally forgot to swap those out. Anyway, uh, we don't say it enough. Big thanks to Scott Fletcher for all he does for the show. 
Uh, got like a million of these. For sure. Even if he, even if he flew to Mars and never came back to Earth, I'd still have so many li lines from Fletcher. I'd never have to worry about it again. That's how much stuff we got from him. So huge thanks to so Scott cool. Fletcher. Always I, good to get new stuff, though. I hope he's hope he's doing well. Yeah, I think probably just a little busy and stuff, but we'll hear from him soon. Um, all right. Well, what do we have here? We have the makings of a segment with Wendy. Uh, however, it requires me to add her to the call, which I've not done yet. But I'm doing it now. And she's showing us offline. So that's a that's a good sign. Oh. oh. Yeah. That'll be uh that'll be a thing to deal with here shortly. But uh, hopefully she'll catch this. I'm gonna pause and save. I'm scaffolding and some paint rollers. That's how it works. Hi Wendy. Hi Wendy. Hi. Hi, welcome to the show. It's so nice to have you here. How are you? I'm good. Oh good. You? I have a we have this new theme. Oh wait, where did it go? Oh crap. Uh, hold on. I thought I had it all lined up, and I don't. Uh, so Ooh. so we had that thing that was made. Remember? It was cool and all that. Yeah. Well, you played it from sound. Uh, I played it last sound. week, right? Didn't I? Yeah. You did, but you played it from the SoundCloud page, I think, last week. Yeah, but I thought I... Oh, here did it is. Did you download it? Here it okay. is. I found it. That boy needs therapy. Purely psychosomatic. That boy needs therapy. Lie down on the couch. Don't wash your hands and sit here and stare at me. There you go. There's your theme. It's good stuff. <laughs> it's good stuff. Uh, hey, Wendy, it's my sister, everybody. She is also, uh, she will always be my sister, but she's also like a professional therapist. She helps people with like real problems all the time. She calls in on the show on Thursdays, and we try to do that very thing for one of you. And today's came from Wendy, actually. Did you just get this as an email or on the site or something? No, or? you sent it to me last week. Oh, I did. Yeah. I don't remember doing that. I know. That's eh, my life for you. <laughs> uh, well, that's cool because I sent her a brand new one this morning. And then she yeah. said, well, let's do this. Yeah. So I'm glad you're keeping track. Uh, all right. Well, this is a good one because, well, A, it feels like it's time sensitive, but also uh, who among us has not dealt with something like this? And uh, there's, it's obvious this person is very frustrated. So let's just give it a shot here. Uh, I have censored some of it for uh, our PG-13 rating here on the show. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, here's how it goes. After Dark. Yeah. So, uh, TMS After Dark. That'd just be PM, wouldn't it be? I guess. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, hey, guys, says the anonymous writer. Simple question for Wendy. How does one have a hard conversation with a parent? My girlfriend and I aren't uh, have been in an apartment for a while or had an apartment for a while, but decided to move in with my parents to help save for a house. I know a lot of people that do this. Mm -hmm. Some people near me right now are doing this. Uh, all parties were on the same page, but as you can imagine, being 27 and moving back home isn't exactly easy. The relationship between my parents and me has become more strained. Now that I am nearly 30, it is time to start shopping. I'd love for the opinion or the opinions on houses, but it's already starting to be or starting with the parental BS. Uh, things like this quote: "You don't want to live there. It's a ghetto." Unquote. Or this quote. You want, uh, you want to save 20% before you get that house. Not realizing that it isn't the effing 80s anymore and no one can afford to do that. Um, got my finances in order and just want their house opinion. I had a little talk. Uh, sorry. I had a little talk where I laid out, quote, I'd like to speak about our house choices, but I don't want to hear your advice on locations or finances, unquote, and thought she got it. But lo and behold, she just bombards me tonight with more of this crap. So that's your email. Uh, okay, so I went through this, but on a different direction. Wendy, I don't know if you remember this uh, or not, but 
oh. right around the time uh, Kim was pregnant with Carter and having Carter. So real close to birthing Carter, I guess. Mom and dad moved in with us because dad was trying to finish the house in South Jordan. And it wasn't nearly long, uh, coming along enough for them to, to deal with it the way they needed to. So they had to get out of the rental home they were in. And they were going to stay with us for, at the time, it was supposed to be two months. And the two months came and went. And it was longer. And then it was longer. And then it was longer. And they were there for almost a year and, I don't know, year and a month or something. Yeah. And it kind of forever, I won't say ruined, but it absolutely stained, especially Kim's relationship with mom. Um, because you know, mom is mom's just, you know, wants to busybody around and be involved all the time and, you know, tell everybody kind of what's going on. And she's just sort of there all the time. Right. Dad was easy. Yeah, and you're pregnant with a, having a bit. Yeah. And we didn't have extra bedrooms or anything. So they used one of the kids rooms. We had, uh, Taylor, uh, staying in a room that she wouldn't normally be her room. And, you know, it was just all to make these, you know, we were, it, was all, it was all just to make it so mom and dad had some to accommodate com- yeah. accommodation. Yeah. Um, and it was really hard, um, especially for Kim, who is otherwise, you know, the most charitable, nice person you're ever going to meet. But when it came to that, it was really strained. And and you're like you said, she was pregnant, second kid coming. I had injured my knee in a basketball accident. And for about four months of this, I was useless. Hilarious I that it's called could, a basketball accident. A basketball, that's exactly what I was like, a basketball accident. <laughs> well, here's what, here's what I did. An accident involving a basketball. Here's, here's what happened so that people can beware next time you do this. I was wearing um, like high top, almost like military style boots. Absolutely oh. not the kind of thing you should have a quick pickup game in. And that's what happened. We had a quick pickup game. We're like, hey, let's get, just shoot around for a little bit. Oh, okay. Then it turned into a half court game of three on three. And it was in this warehouse, um, as work thing. And I played in these shoes and just like fate would have it, because why wouldn't it? I came down on somebody's foot and shredded my ankle all the way up to my knee. I had blood. You could see blood under my skin. My whole leg turned purple up above my knee. It was so bad. How was the other person's foot? Uh, it was there. They, they were just in the way and I came down on it like kind of sideways, popped my knee and cranked my ankle and it was just a tore a bunch of ligaments. It was dumb. But anyway, because of that, oh, by the way, that was on the day we were getting new carpet installed where I was supposed to help with carpet. So that was great. <laughs> so this is, you know, we got pregnant Kim. We got me with this. We got my parents living there many months more than they should or were planning on. And it just got real gnarly. Plus, I had people, other people in the family going, be nicer to them. They're fine. They're great. They're this, they're that. And then they moved out in a huff because Kim and mom had kind of come to blows. Not really. They didn't fight like that, but they were, you know, they were kind of on their last leg. So they moved out, moved in with some other relatives. And then they called me and said, Scott, I have to apologize. I didn't realize how bad this was. <laughs> I didn't realize how bad it was when she, when, when this, when they're living there. So anyway, not to make this all about my story. The point is that I totally can relate to this, but from the other angle, like he's, he's getting it in a way that like, this should be, we're not, how do I put this? We don't live in a culture like India where, where you're, everybody just lives with each other forever, right? right. Like your, your right. mom. The family is expected to always stay together in the same house as they, right? each generation. Yeah. Right. Which is kind of cool, I guess, if that's a thing and you honor your elders and you know, all that stuff's cool, but I don't know how people do it. Like there's a time when you're supposed to just cut, cut cord and go. And uh, yeah. obviously he's in that mode and he wants their help, but they're giving him the wrong help. So anyway, Wendy, where do you want to start and go with this? Well, I think 
uh, I'm not sure about Indian culture necessarily, but I am familiar more with Bangladesh culture, and that is very much. Uh, so I just don't want to offend any Indians or Bangladeshis. We don't really know, but yeah. it, there is really an important cultural relevance here, though. Is there's so many things in place in, in a particular culture that lends itself to that kind of family um, dynamic, right? Where mm-hmm. you know respecting the elders or the roles people play or um, I'm trying to think of someone telling me recently which culture where you cannot essentially the parents are always right. Oh, it's Nigeria. Parents well, are always right. Always right. <laughs> always right. It's built wow. into the system. So they can be completely wrong or insane, but it, you don't have a choice. They are right. And the decisions they would have you make are the right ones. What if, so the, you, what if the parents in Nigeria said, hey, I know a Nigerian prince that needs your money. And when he gets out of jail, he'll send you the rest of your money. Are they yeah, still they'd right? They'd be right. So okay. you do it. You're right. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so I think there's there's a, a lot of differences in a lot of different places. Um, and I think the more sort of independent kind of cultures, less collective cultures, there's also cultural norms that mean when sometimes we have to share space, we don't do a very good job. Yeah. Uh, we kind of have like, you're gone at 18 slash 20 slash whatever. And mm. after that, we don't really know how we're supposed to interact. Um because the control dynamic sort of switches, right? So it sounds like this guy is in, there's a couple things too, right? Like he's at an age um, and a time in life where, you know, buying a home is ridiculously expensive. Rent is 50% higher than it was when, you know, he was probably living at home. So as a kid, right? Like so much financially is different. And the problem is you're talking to folks who, everything just went up and up and up for them. And I'm assuming he's parents or baby boomers or maybe on the younger edge of that. Um, you know, they could get a home for this amount. They could have a job for this amount. They could pay for school for this amount and not leave with debt. I mean, we have such a different financial sort of outlook for 20 somethings today than their parents had when they were 20 somethings. So what you have is sort of pat answers or, bottled like solutions that come from what you experience. And I, I get this on one hand, right? Like um, I overheard, this is hilarious. I overheard Abe talking to somebody through the Xbox. They're playing Fortnite together. And I hear him say, oh, my mom's a therapist. I'm like, why is he talking to some? (laughs) And then I hear him say, yeah, so I don't get screens all the time because you know, I guess it's bad for us. Yeah. <laughs> and so later I'm like, what was that? And he goes, I was talking to a friend and he said, my mom's at work today. So I can just be on, I can play Fortnite all day long. And then the kid goes, what does your mom and dad do? And he's like, they're home all the time. And they boss us around all the time. My mom's, you know, yeah. all that garbage. Yeah. Um, but the reality is I have a certain response to, not being outside all day and all night as a kid in the summer, because that is my experience. And that's where kids learn rules and things. And So my kid's childhood is very different because there's no kids walking around. They're not outside. Mm. He doesn't have anywhere to go. And so his social circle is these chat rooms on Fortnite. And, yeah. you know, they'll get together and then play a game or whatever. Like, I'm, I get that it's not my experience. But it's so hard for me to go, Oh, that's fine. You can just miss out on all the benefits of playing kick the can on a summer night. You know, mm-hmm. like I, it's really hard to let go of that because mm. it's my experience. And I, and I hear this email and I think, 
That's what this is. This is somebody going, hey, you're not going to do this right because we're wiser than you. And the way we did it worked for us. Well, one of the reasons it worked for you is because everything in the economy has benefited you in the direction you needed, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So do you, do you, do you feel like, um, if they, part of me, I read this email, I was just glancing over it again as you're talking, and a part of me wants it to say, just go. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, well, yeah. like yeah. I know that's easy to say, but. Just, yeah, I mean, they probably can't afford it. It's funny because I actually kind of take a little bit of an opposite perspective on this. Tristan and his girlfriend are currently living with us. He moved back in after things didn't go well with the apartment. They're saving up to buy an apartment, not a house, but an apartment. And. I do want to kind of say, and I have, um, when they're talking about different areas that they're looking at, some apartments like, oh, yeah, that's in a sketchy part of town. I don't think you want to live there, which is kind of the equivalent of, you don't want to live there. That's a ghetto. But, yeah. I, you know, we don't have, not Nevada anyway. We have some bad <laughs> neighborhoods, but no ghettos. Yeah. But um, uh, I do feel like as a parent to kind of, you know, that I do need to step in and offer advice, un unsolicited advice on well maybe that's not an area i mean I've lived, I've lived in arvada for almost my whole life and i know good areas and bad areas i know where where you know it's going to be convenient to get out and go to work and where you can kind of want to lock the doors and bar the windows every night right so i i get well, that okay. i totally get it that I'm is what, that's, the, it's a really hard the, thing not the parents side i i but, totally get it and it's hard to not the temptation is so strong like when Taylor yeah. was looking for apartments and moving yeah. out and she was going whether no matter what she was going that she wanted to do it. She was ready. She had the money. She was ready to go. But the whole time I'm going, Oh wait, but that, uh, that's, that's a weird part of Rose park. Isn't it? That's like a weird part of downtown. I don't know if I, that seemed, and I, I just wanted to yeah. jump in all the time and it was so hard yeah. not to, you know? And it certainly isn't, it isn't like, I feel like, well, he's living here. So, uh, I don't care. It's he's entire. He, you know, his payment. Part of his payment for living in this house is listening to my advice unsolicited. <laughs> I don't want to ever feel like it's you know like he's entitled to it. But um, right. I do want to, you know, want to offer my my suggestions. Well, my let's go listen. back in time for a minute, folks. Were the two of you mm. asking your parents for advice when you were making decisions when you were 20, 21, 22, 25, 27? No, no, they just annoyed me and I wanted to go. Like, okay. I but think did, I was like him. I was like, um, maybe did I, they chase you down and say, you know what? That's not a good choice. And you should buy a house here. And like, did they force it on you? No, my, but dad, I did feel that from dad with cars. So when we needed a car, um, he would be like, Oh no, no, don't, don't get, you know, like he, cause that's one of his areas. That of was expertise. His area, yeah. So he would always offer advice on that. And I think one time we got really bad advice from him on a particular Ford escort. I never want to think about again. Uh, whose, whose paint would rub off if you touched it. It was horrible. Um, painted with gouache. It was bad. Somebody spray painted it. I think, I think it wasn't even just like a real paint job, but anyway, the, um, the, the takeaway there was that, I won't say it was annoying because I knew that he had expertise in that area. It's just that yeah. you think you know everything, right? It's like, you know, yeah. when my daughter got a big dog and I said, oh, well, if you guys are planning on having kids, this is going to be harder than you think. No, no, this is great. He'll have a little dog to grow up with. It's going to be awesome. And then, you know, baby comes and they're like, uh oh. And they've, by the way, good news is she, they found a perfect family for it. And he's, she's 100% happy in this new place. 
But they ended up doing what we thought they were going to do, which is they're going to have to give the dog away because it's just too much. And it's a big pit bull who needs tons of attention and the baby needs more, it turns out. So they had to learn this thing that I had advice for, but nobody wanted to hear it at the time. You know what I mean? So no matter what, whether we're right or wrong, the parents feel like they have advice and the kids don't want to hear it. That's been my experience. Both well, me and, as a kid. And, and I've them. done this before on the, the show where we talk about like your circle of concern and then your circle of influence, right? Like right. actually th- there's there's really valuable lessons in making mistakes. So like sometimes they're big deals and we really wish, you know, we could prevent them from doing that. But what we end up doing is making all the kids' decisions for them or guilting all of their decisions, even if they do a thing we say they do the opposite. Yeah. They still have you in the, your, their head going, well, my dad said I should have done this. And look at me, I'm a failure. In fact, some interesting research that is not shocking one bit, but just confirming what I think I've always suspected is that kids with parents who have helicopter style parenting and are authoritative and, you know, just hovering and making sure everyone's good all the time have higher rates of depression and anxiety. They just aren't functioning. And it's because they have no muscles in doing it. So I think what's happening in this case in particular, you've got this guy who leaves, is doing his life, and he he hasn't had this direct parenting advice, something sort of giving deal for a while. And then he moves back in. They have some communication like, okay, this is going to be fine. But then when it gets right back to you putting them into parental role again and saying, hey, we're thinking about this. or And you're just, you know, getting some advice. They turn on the, uh, I'm your parent and I know better. And they probably do, but maybe they don't. But in the end, you're the one going to live there. You're the one who has um, like to live with the, the results of that choice. And here's where that sort of snow plowing or helicoptering parenting is so damaging is that it's never really your choice mm-hmm. because mom or dad persuaded you to do one thing or a- another. So you don't own the, the response. You don't deal with the failure. You don't. Like it's never ultimately your skill set that gets like developed mm-hmm. and it's crippling. I mean, it's really crippling. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's examples that are pretty scary out there. And then there's just like versions of like, this is an ancient, you know, age old thing where parents think you should do something. You want to do something else. And I don't, I mean, I don't see this one as that serious, but he's asking for practical advice. So let's, let's tell him what, what do you think he should do specifically with um sit him down again saying hey can we talk again i don't know what do you guys think well it's probably the nicest way to do it and it's probably um compared to any other potential negative interactions it's probably the best way to at least start um you know there's also the just kind of like um bite your cheeks and kind of just say "Uh uh-huh okay cool yeah all right thanks yeah Noted. Yeah. <laughs> noted. Um, noted. And uh, I'll take that into consideration. And oh, I'll have to give that some more thought and, and then just do it anyway. Yeah. Then do what you're um, going to do. I agree with yeah. that. Like, I, 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 what Wendy's saying about making your own mistakes, I think is so freaking important. It's the only yeah. way you truly find independence because independence means you get both ends of it the success of it and the failure of it if there's to be failure had. So have right. it, and it, and then it cheapens the achievement if you if you do something and succeed at it only because your parents told you to do it that way. Right, you like know, if you come up with it your own way. Find your you know do your own research and come up with it your own way. You've got more of a sense of achievement for it. My kids have people their age who they went to school with who 
um, are still being propped up by their parents. And some of it may be necessary. I don't know all the details, but there are a lot of people that are just, you know, the job is with their dad and that's mm-hmm. going to be where he's going to probably stay. And they're on their insurance and they're on their phone plan and they're on all this. They're married and they're in, in some condo somewhere, but the condo payment is being handled half by the parents. Like it's just this constant, like, well, let's make sure this everything's padded. I know that sounds, that may sound great to somebody hearing me say that, but I can tell you that it, you're going <laughs> to be miserable one day. Cause one day you're going to be, well, can I yeah. even do this on my own? And because you won't know. And now mm-hmm. you're going to have to really yeah. face the possibility of failure, something you haven't experienced in small doses. And you're going to have to take it in one big blast. And that just seems bad. That seems bad for you. Well, you- and there's another impact here is, and, and that is on your relationship. Um, and, and so he doesn't mention like he and his girlfriend are fighting or anything, but you know, it, it's, it's the in-laws. I always tell people there's, you know, the five th- things people fight about, couples fight about, and one is the in-laws, right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it's, it's a, it's a given because of various things. But when the in-law or the parent or the mom or the dad or whoever has more influence than your partner or has right. Right. more power to make a decision or is just in the middle of the two of you making decisions. Oh, and, yeah. you know, the best way to do that is to be paying the bills, right? If I can, if I'm paying for part of my kids, whatever, then I am part of that discussion because I'm paying those bills. And, and so it's hard. So, you know, one side of my mouth, I'm saying, this is a hard economic situation to find yourselves in. And then on the other, like, get away from your parents and have some economic independence. But the reality is, there are places to live that are not super nice. So notice we're all like, oh, no, you can't live somewhere that isn't perfectly. What are we talking about? White, rich. What are we talking about? <laughs> Versus like the reality of the greatest moments of early connectiveness when a young couple is eating, you know, take out on the cockroach infested floor. There's bonding that comes yes, with those. There's, yes. It's a memorable, like you'll yeah. think about those things like, oh man, remember when we had ramen on the roof because the the basement was flooded and we could <laughs> yeah. be in our living room. Can only Kim, afford ramen. Kim, yeah, exactly. Kim and I were just talking about yeah. this. Like we had grandma's old like 90,000 year old couch for our first couch. She donated her couch and mm-hmm. uh, it was the gar- most garbage couch just covered in the worst things, filled with I don't know who what knows what's living inside that thing bug-wise. But it was ours, and it was cool, and we could, you know, right. it was our first couch. Those things matter. Like, you got to do that know. stuff. Build on it, sure, but, but you know, those are memories. I have great memories of that kind of crap. Like mm-hmm. I- Well, and, and you take a little bit of, like, very wealthy parents who are wealthier than sort of any generation ever, ever, and they can help their kids financially, so they do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know if they know how they've sort of strapped them with, I guess, higher standards. I mean, I, I don't know. The last time you drove around, you know, a state school and looked at some of their housing, and you're like, okay, uh, you're 20, and you live nicer than – it's insane. Mm-hmm. It's insane. Mm-hmm. The level mm-hmm. they're expecting. And then – the reality of they're going to be strapped with all this debt living school and real life is rough. And if you're starting at your expectations are just matching furniture, you're in trouble. Yeah. It should be cinder blocks. Yeah. That should be your yeah. baseline. Right. Yeah. Right. And that, and that's, I mean, I understand if you've got a great, if you've just got a money train happening with, with parents or something, then you'll get used to that. It's just a false sense of security. Cause at some point, 
you're, you're going to face one or two things. You're either going to face the reality of having to do it on your own eventually, or you're going to be coddled all the way forever. And then you're going to never feel like anything was yours. You're never going to feel like you actually accomplished it, that somebody else accomplished it. And then you're going to have to deal with all of that mental back backlash. So, I mean, this, this is obviously there's outliers, there's different circumstances, but man, Wendy's right. Get a couple of cinder blocks. It's your mm-hmm. old high school. Mm-hmm. Walkman's going to do just fine. A uh, couple of speakers, exactly. It's okay so if your, your carpet shitty. Flat screen, right? Yeah. <laughs> right. right, like just and, and it's a false sense of happiness or arrival or right. And mm-hmm. I, like, right. I, and where do you go? I think that's that's one of the tricks these days is there's not a lot of places to go. Mm-hmm. Whereas previous generations, there was always moving up. There was always a chance, and now it's like, wow, my. Parents have everything. So where do I go from here? I just have less than. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and mm-hmm. and I think, you know, there's some rearranging. My 13-year-old keeps saying, we should have another war and just like reset everything. I'm like, okay. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's, a, that's no good. You know, it's bring, no good. Bring, no good. But that's when your mind's well, 13 and you're dumb and you're, you know. But, but yeah. this idea of like, okay. So let's apply it to this guy specifically. Creating the life you want. This is where your parents created the life they want. What is the life you want? You're there to save a little bit of money. You're going to make some choices. You don't know all the answers. And I think this is the critical point where high anxiety, I can't make mistakes. Someone will film me if I make a mistake these days. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's, we're, we're sort of paralyzed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Exactly. We're, we're paralyzed a little bit. So we don't want to make any mistakes. And if we make mistakes, we're all bad. It's, it's just such a, it's rough. And so here you are. Sit down with your girlfriend. What is the life you guys want to create together? And what does that look like? Get very clear on that. And then only ask the question of your parents if you actually want the answer. If what you want is support and them to say, yeah, you're doing a good job. Well, that's because you've had it your whole life. And maybe you got to learn to live without a second of that. Because what you're getting, you're running into them. Parents are just doing what their parents do. You got to decide, do I want that? And then be clear about what actually influence you do want. So you can be, you know, sit them down and just say, you guys are awesome. Thank you for letting us live here. Be very grateful for that because that's a big deal. Mm -hmm. And then here's what we're planning to do. Thanks. Bye. You know, get, get on your way. Mm -hmm. If that, if you really don't want their opinion, but if you really do, then let's be clear about why you want it. Do you want just approval? Do you want someone to just say, yay, because we're humans. We like that. We'd like to know we're not fully out on a limb and going to make a huge mistake. But most of the time we got to learn to trust ourselves. If we don't, what's your next decision? You know, right. I, I feel like it, it snowballs a little bit. Yeah, I, I agree. I hope this is helpful. They probably, since this was from last week, they may have already made their decision. I don't know, but um, I hope this has helped a little bit in their process and that you guys find what you're looking for. It's a weird time because economically it's just, it's funky. Uh, the economy, you know, by some measures is booming and by actual on the ground measures for quote unquote millennials, it's not, (laughs) it's complicated and hard and expensive and student debt is more daunting than ever. And being out, be able to get out there and establish yourself in some meaningful way is harder than ever. And your, your boomer and even gen X parents don't recognize it because they didn't have the same challenge. That's, you know, it's generational as, as it always is. And so they, their advice is coming from, well, I, I got my first home in 1972. We paid $7,000 and we were happy to do it. Like, well, right. good job. 
you're trying to find something under, like even over here, we've got these condos shooting up all over the place. It's been growing like crazy where I live, which is why my internet keeps getting cut because someone's dumb and they cut their freaking fiber. Mm -hmm. But anyway, <laughs> these have been bumping up like crazy. When they first started doing them, they put them on, they started as a, as a baseline for sale at $400,000. Now, by California terms, that's probably nothing for what these condos are. They're very nice, four-level condos, beautiful, you know, nice stuff. But for here, that was really pricey. And I just found out yesterday they are now selling at a baseline of $600,000. Oh, my gosh. And there's a wow. house. There's a house. When you know the lake over here? Yeah. They're finally putting houses in the middle, sort of on the island. They're yeah. going for like two, three million. Like, it's oh, ridiculous. God. And... And, and now it's been good for us because our value has gone up as all this has gone up, right? Like, so it's been good for us equity-wise or whatever. But it does make me constantly think, it's just untenable. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. like, at some point, the only people who can afford to move into one of these condos are people that shouldn't be walking up four flights of stairs every day because they're in their 50s and they finally figured it out or they've got a decent, you know, ERA or whatever those things are called. ERA? No. Uh, NRA? No. What's it called? What's the thing you get? You put money into it every month and it comes ERA, IRA. That's it. IRA, IRA. Yeah, mm -hmm. definitely not NRA. That's a whole different <laughs> That's a whole different thing. Yeah. They shoot the IRA. Anyway, <laughs> I hope this helps and uh, gets you guys further down where you want to be. Uh, Wendy, any other cool things you want to mention before we go this week? Uh, no, but I have some cool stuff brewing Ooh. So, soon. Maybe not super soon, but yeah. Pulling a Johnson, we call that. Yeah. Pulling a Johnson. I do also, that all the time. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to be here next week. Oh, so where are I'm you? telling you this now. Where are you going? Oh, where this you... is your one week notice. Yeah. <laughs> where are you going? Where are you doing? I am going to be camping at uh, Lake Superior called gooseberry falls it's pretty it's pretty minnesota famous you oh. should google it it's Ooh. beautiful okay yeah i'm, um, I'm camping with a bunch of kids and families oh, yeah it sounds yeah. awesome you'll have a great and time. i will throw my phone in the toilet so you will not <laughs> be able to find me don't throw don't the camping. you need to go that far yeah. like you could probably just turn it off <laughs> a latrine i will throw it in the latrine. No, oh geez even geez, worse that's yeah. a terrible idea because then put it in a ziploc bag and uh <laughs> It'll, before you do any of this stuff. It'll, it'll <laughs> mutate into a giant phone and kill somebody. You can't put it there. Uh, but no, uh, Kim's about to do that. She's going to a big girls camp in like two weeks or something like that. And she's cooking for like 300 kids. Oh my God. She's an insane person. Yeah. I, I, she I, is an insane person. Do you remember that time we did the homeless place and it was like 300 people or whatever and it was all like pasta and salads and all this stuff and she somehow put all... I still to this day cannot believe we pulled that off. No, we were supposed to have fed 200 families, so yeah. parents and kids, and then we finish, and we have so much food left over. <laughs> and so we went to the other side where all the men stayed, and we fed another 190 yeah. men. Yeah. And then we filled one of their fridges. Yeah. It's like a Jesus it fish. Was it was like one fish, crazy. and we and on the, the fish and the loaves, man. The, po the pasta just kept coming out of us. It's like pasta, <laughs> pasta. It was she has a gift, man. She really I'll does. Anyway, well, uh, have fun at that camp. And uh, I hope Adam enjoys watching the children while you do it. I know. Woo -woo. Yeah. Uh, have fun. We'll talk to you later. Be good. We'll see you in two weeks. Okay, bye. bye. All right. She hangs up faster than I do. Cool. It's a Johnson thing. She does. But she still says she still gets in a bye. You know, she still says bye click. It's a very you know, little, like, bite. little bite. Bite. Yeah, exactly. Bite, bite, bite. Something to be said for that still. 
that level of social interaction. I agree, Brian. I just don't see these days. I agree. Hey, check this out. I got an email to Insta chat and Smart Graham. <laughs> Smart Graham. Oh, uh, you know what? My favorite things. Okay, so Kim's still watching the uh, Riverdale show, and I think it. Oh yeah. Oh, uh, I think it yeah. absolutely sucks. By the way. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I'll say it out loud and proud. I've got friends who like it. Garrett Weinzerl loves it. He's insane. Really? It sucks. Yeah. It's bad. Anyway. Well, he had blue in his hair for a while. So <laughs> <you know. laughs> yeah, how can you trust a guy with blue in his hair? So anyway, no, she's really into it, and that's fine. She can enjoy whatever she wants. That's not a problem. I don't judge her. I just judge the show. So uh, she's watching it. And one thing I do like about it is they use a lot of fake names for technology. So mm-hmm. instead of yeah. uh, Snapchat, it's like... They have, that, they have their own because they can't promote one. Right. Yeah. So it's like Snipchat or... It's uh, like a big belly burger on the Berlantiverse superhero show. Exactly. Shows. My favorite though was yeah. they have grinder in there and then they call it gr- uh-huh. they call it grind on. <laughs> grind on. Yeah. Which is I think what uh what my uh uh geo dude will evolve into. Uh, oh, in a grind on. If I give it enough berries, yeah. It'll turn into a grind on. Oh, that's another thing that reminds me that uh Harry Potter catch all beast yeah. thing comes out tomorrow or something. Tomorrow, yeah. That was a sudden announcement, wasn't it? Kind of. That was well. No. This, oh gosh, no. This thing has been. Well, I know it's been in the works, but did they? About I, this for, I don't think they've had a release date though until suddenly. Uh, right. This is true. They didn't announce the release date until this week, but but boy, uh, I did a pre-sign up thing because I'm very curious about it. Plus, we talked about it on the Pokemon Go podcast mm-hmm. a lot, mm-hmm. and um, we we would get these notifications from them almost bi-weekly about oh now we're going to talk about dementors and blah 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 and then here's what ron weasley's doing in this game and blah 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 what's so this thing called i forgot the full name do you know the name wizards unite wizards unite is it available yet yeah. or no nope you can uh but you can pre oh i can't remember if you can pre like get it uh in, in the app store to where it automatically downloads tomorrow as soon as it becomes available. Okay. You can do that. It was interesting. You could do that with the new Dr. Mario game, which I'm also really excited about. Hmm. Oh, yeah, I am too, weirdly. Didn't yeah, expect it. I, didn't, I, I like what they're Dr. showing. Mario. Yeah, Dr. Mario is a great puzzle game. Love the music, uh, too. No, you cannot pre quote unquote order. This is a free game. Okay. You cannot pre. Oh, no, you can. Harry Potter Wizards Unite. Oh. Okay. I'll, I'll uh, get I'll get it pre-ordered then because I want to try that. I'm I'm interested yeah. to see what they do because it's Neantic as well, right? Uh, it is Neantic as well, and TVZ Gun says it's up right now. Oh, it launched early this morning. Oh, I was told tomorrow. Look at that okay. I it's downloading to my phone right now. Everybody was as you died. Oh my god! Did you search for it? How'd you find it? Yeah, I did a search for Harry Potter. I did too, but it didn't say. But Wizard it was like it, it was like eight or nine things down on the list. Do you want me to? I can I can actually. Can you share I can it? Send you a link to it. I can. Let's do that. Let's take share advantage that. of the advanced sharing yeah. features that are available. Look at this future, future stuff right here. It's like the Scott. future, which future. comes up on my phone. It's Scott and Kim Johnson because I, um, I use my contact list for Christmas cards, and so oh, it has both of your names in the text message. Oh, I like that. That's cool. Yeah. I'll take that. Oh, here it is. Harry Potter Wizard Unite. Oh yeah, thank you for that. All right, so it's uh, sure, sure. Downloading now. I want to check that out. Big yeah, hair. oh good. I can try this out uh, during lunch and then talk about all the Pokemon Go podcasts today. I'm a little bit of a Harry Peter fan. I'm into <laughs> it. 
All right. Uh, final email from Tim W., who wanted to remind us about the origin of aspirin. We talked about the whole bear thing and aspirin being a sure. common name for the painkiller and all that. He says, hi. In the 1980s, Bayer was preparing two products for the market. One was based on psilocybin uh, acid. Am I saying that right? Psilocybin acid. Psilocybin, yeah. whatever it is. Oh, psilocybin. I'm is sorry. Or no, no, salicylic. Salicylic acid. All right. Sorry, I was, I was over in another. Uh, I was in another part of the show notes. Gotcha. <laughs> uh, and would be later marketed as aspirin. So that one's that was the one called aspirin. The other product was uh, in the form of diaformine. And there were serious doubts about aspirin as it would cause stomach problems. No, diamorphine. Diamorphine. What I say? Dia. Diaformine. Oh, yeah. I got that very backwards. I got, uh, what do you call that? Not Tourette's. What's the thing where you see things backwards? Uh, just, just, uh, dyslexia. Just, right? Dyslexia, yes. Yeah. Lexdysia. <laughs> <laughs> Dyslexia. There you go. Ooh, <laughs> you don't want a case of that. that that's an R-rated show title right there. Yep. Um, so it says there are serious doubts about aspirin because it caused stomach problems, but Bear were uh, they were very happy with their uh, this other product, which they sold under the brand name Heroin. <laughs> Love it. It was called Heroin. That's nice. great. Nice. I no, think from it's, Bayer. Heroin. I, I think it's actually heroin. Like, let's see. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, straight yeah, yeah. up Hopefully heroin. Yeah, oh, that's awesome. is heroin. Good yes. job, Bear. Good How job. bad is your headache? Take heroin. <laughs> <laughs> or as we call it, H. H. Get on the Bear horse. Start with a gateway drug and then get to the H. All right, that's it for emails. Hey, thanks for your email there, uh, t- uh, Tim. W yeah. is your last name initial. You can send us emails at themorningstream at gmail.com. As always, if you're sitting around thinking, I need to support my favorite show and my favorite hosts, there's a way. There's a way. Go to patreon.com slash TMS and look for the way. There's lots of cool things in there. Lots of great levels. But moreover than anything, it's just a great way to give back to the show that you get five days a week. That includes tomorrow where we'll have a PM edition of the show at 3.30 Mountain Time. So come on back for that. Yes. No Dan this week. He's uh, back If I back home. Oh, for good. A, so I can uh, finally talk about apps. Yes, finally we can do apps. He's gonna. He's got a funeral or something he had to go to, so we'll do something with apps tomorrow, uh, which will be good. I might even have this app that I'm currently downloading to talk about, Scott. Oh, look at that. Well, oh, then I guess whoa. I won't be doing that one then. I don't know what I'll be doing. I'll be doing something. Yeah, you can. You can have it if you want. I have a couple. Um, I tried auto chess and didn't like it, so I can't talk about that. I don't know. Oh. We'll, we'll figure something out. Is it out a here. game of chess you play in the car? No, it's this thing. It's all crazy <laughs> popular now. It was a mod for Dota 2. Um, oh. And then it, it was called Auto Chess, and then they decided to jump out on their own and do their own mobile game, which is the, what this is. And then at the same time, um, Valve is making an actual full-blown Dota-related game called Dota Underworld, I think, and it's basically auto chess. So there's like a big freak out about this new little subgenre that everybody wants to make a version of. Weird. Yeah. Okay. Fun, fun stuff under the hood of video games. Anyway, uh, that's gonna yeah. do it for us. Be, uh, be here next or no? Be here tomorrow. We'll be here at three thirty. And mm-hmm. between now and then, there is a new instance tomorrow morning. There will be a new. Oh. Um, oh, a current geek tonight was supposed to be Tuesday. Got bumped for the late dentist thing. Cool. So. Tonight. I'll be doing a uh, Guess the Connection, Coverville Guess the Connection for fabulous prizes at 1 p.m. tomorrow. Awesome. And I think that's it. I have a gigantic okay. meeting today, but other than that, I'll uh, I'll be around. Uh, cool. Brian, anything else? And if not, do you have a song? Uh, the song is the only thing I have left in me, Great. Scott. Everything else I've put out on the table and 
We got scooped up by that guy with the pocket aces. Uh, Lon Koenig Shinago said, my birthday is actually the 15th, but any time in June is good. I'm not sure if your licenses cover this, blah, blah, blah. I'm a multi-instrumentalist and instantly became obsessed when I saw this video. Not only, listen, not only is Lon Koenig a, um, a talented maker, he did those amazing rogue daggers that i had at uh blizzcon a couple of years back mm -hmm. those things were absolutely amazing but they were a pain in the butt to ship but they were still absolutely amazing um but he's also a multi-instrumentalist which is really cool so wagaki w-a-g-a-k-k-i means something like traditional japanese instrument uh these guys do metal edged arrangements on traditional instruments so much fun now on the cover story this song was their first hit it's a cover of a vocaloid song you know what vocaloid songs no this is like this is when they create a fake ai vocalist to sing a song it's, oh it's like, like the japanese yumi yumi humi humi boomy yes whatever it yeah, is that's exactly yumi yumi humi humi uh <laughs> It's 100% correct. Yeah. Um, in this case, it's uh, Kagamine Rin um, is the Vocaloid performer on the original version of the song. So this is a cover. It's uh, Tengaku, Music of Heavens. The performer, the band is called the Wagaki Band. Um, the music is great, but if you want to check out the video, go check out the video because it even adds something because you're seeing all these traditional instruments and traditional-looking garbed Japanese performers playing them but they're rocking out with metal and it's so so cool uh music of heavens Tengaku by the Wagaki band going out to Lon Koenig sounds good we'll see you guys tomorrow
This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. I've had about enough of your insolence.